follow the Four Corners Podcast on social media. Like us on Facebook, Four Corners Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Podcast Four Corners. And check us out on Instagram, Four Corners Podcast. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. I want to take this time to apologize to the television audience for what they're about to see. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Four Corners Podcast. This is Shad here with Matt and Brad. We are glad you could join us for this episode. Gentlemen, how are we holding up? <laughs> it's. I feel like we're, we're, we're in like one of those ap- apocalyptic movies where we're at the very beginning. <laughs> the, the snowball's starting to roll downhill. <laughs> Literally since the last podcast, like everything has changed. It was- That's so true. Like the the toilet paper thing was funny for a couple days, and then you realize like, oh fuck! Like these people aren't gonna stop. Like I better make sure I'm loaded up. And then by that time, it was becoming food and water. And then you're suddenly, you know, you're buying extra of everything because you don't know when these people are gonna stop doing this. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, it's almost been like something every day. We, the podcast dropped last Wednesday, mm-hmm. but we recorded it last Tuesday. Well, today's the um, March sixteenth when we're yeah. actually recording this. So Wednesday's right. kind we of recorded. It, Wednesday yeah, in Ohio is kind of where it all hit the fan. Yeah, that's where things started to really get weird uh, because that that evening. Trump was supposed to be giving an address. He did give the address about nine o'clock. Um, and that right around that time, he was given the address, and then that's when the NBA announced they were postponing. Yeah. And then I think it was like the day after that, uh, I think MLB and NHL kind of MLS, made their MLS too. Yeah. But Trump, when Trump gave the the little press conference saying, I, I, he said several things. So I guess the most most important one was the whole travel ban to Europe, which initially was just European Union countries. And I guess, yeah. well, I guess Europe generally. But then I think by Saturday, they expanded that to, to Britain and Ireland, too. Yeah, they were initially they exempt. Their cases, um, their cases caught up a little bit. Yeah. They, there was a reason that they did that, and someone explained it to me, but I don't remember what it's called. But they, they got exempt at first, I think, because there's no way to kind of when you're talking about containment, there's no way to differentiate continental Europe from each other because they have free travel between their, their countries. Oh yeah. In the EU, yeah. but yeah. where Brexit is taking place, then it's like, well, not really the same thing, but it didn't really slow yeah. things down much. So if, in case you all haven't noticed, this is the plague episode of four corners podcast. Yeah. So uh, this is going to, this is actually, it's, it's funny you say that. Sorry to cut you off. That's all right. This no, is fine. actually like a. This is potentially going to be a historic podcast in our in our catalog, I guess, because this really is for the foreseeable future. We really are going to. We are facing some level of 
significant societal disruption. Like, no joke. Yep. This is like, I think what everyone's trying to struggle with is that in a very rapid fashion, we are reaching a, a new normal, and it's not anything like it was literally just days ago. Yeah, I told people. I told people going into this weekend, like if you if you want to go out and like have a meal or something, you should probably do it because this is probably our last um, our last chance to feel normal for quite a while. And here, at least on Sunday, they have told the restaurants they can only do carry out and delivery. No more that dining. Seen, that that dropped seen, in Kentucky today. Yeah, that seems to be like everywhere now, or at least it's going to be because DC just dropped that like yesterday too and i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure we're gonna get it hasn't happened yet but i know states are starting to do it i'm sure we're gonna get the light curfew here in another couple days too that that could be i mean literally everything every day that's some sort of new change i mean the the thing that dropped today was trump gave another press conference and i guess it was suggested it, it over the weekend it was cdc had limited Limited gatherings of people to 50 or less, which as soon as they came out with that, like, I will get to it. But, I mean, yeah. if it wasn't already obvious, like we talked about last week, as soon as it was that, like, there was absolutely no chance that WrestleMania was oh, going to yeah. happen. Well, Ohio's had, <laughs> Ohio's had, Ohio's had 100 or less for about a week. Mm. But um, today, today the, the suggestion was like 10 or less. Which is, uh, you can't even, you can't even operate a restaurant no. yeah. for that. And what I, what concerns me, especially about this, is like just locally with DC, is that in DC the rent on a lot of these places is incredibly high to the point where in the last couple of years I have seen really nice restaurants that I've enjoyed just drop. Like they've they've closed up shop because the profit margin on restaurants and bars in oh, general sucks. is very it's very yeah. low. So if you have a high overhead uh, cost of employees slash um, facilities, then you remove any kind of the you start cutting into that already thin profit margin, and you're not just you're not going to sustain itself. So right now, like I, there's so many places in in DC that I can think of, even places that I like, that it's like just just removing the bar section of the business, like you, it's un clear whether they'll actually be able to survive well i know i know trump's talked about and they've passed some things at least to pay the employees to not work by having yeah. the government cover that and i think he's talked about <laughs> funneling money to help those businesses kind of stem the tide mm-hmm. because this is it's, this is just my yeah. personal thing and i'm not i'm not going like i don't feel like i'm going cuckoo with this because a lot of people here are kind of sticking with how long they close the schools which is three weeks thinking that's how long they're going to be inconvenienced. And I've been kind of trying to tell people like, no, like you, you need to think about this in the term of about three months. And just because they said they closed the school for three weeks does not mean that the schools will reopen in three weeks. That is, that is, that's our first like uh, projection. And we haven't even gotten like the big explosion here yet. We had like the first kind of like, it went from like five to 26 but it hasn't had the big explosion I think we're supposed to have. Like, it jumped to 50 after 26. But, I mean, I think a lot of states are going to see, like, that number, like, quadruple overnight. Because I think that's usually how, that's usually how like, this sort of thing works. 
and I, I that's what happened in uh, that's what happened in New York. Yeah, and I when that happens, I think it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how the states start reacting. But I I know here and everywhere though, like I I'm mostly concerned about the food situation because people need to like chill out and stop buying everything. Ain't that the God's honest truth? God bless. The thing is, the thing with that that, that's driving me nuts is most of the stuff that they're buying right now is 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 primarily produced here, and it is transported by by train or freight truck, and those are like the last two things that are going to get stopped. They're already okay. They're already having issues um, keeping the freight trucks going just because so many drivers are exposed. While let let's go ahead and 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 I'll at least get uh, get our shout outs in before uh, we we keep rocking and rolling. Um, just because that's you know we're we'll we'll maintain as much of a semblance of normalcy as we can because I know there's a lot of gloom and doom and some. If you tuned in here hoping to hear, you know, oh, oh, the guy's being wacky, talking about wrestling stuff. Well, and sorry. Um, yeah. So before but, we get to that, what we're going to kind of do is we're going to talk about mania. I think we're going to talk about a bit of our lives under this, and then we're going to do something a little more fun, which is what type of apocalypse we would prefer to be killed in. So, well, let's get our let's get our shout outs. Uh, if you need comfortable stuff to sit at home with. Collar and elbow is well, hopefully not. <laughs> but uh, collar and elbow is still shipping. So collar and elbow brand dot com. Use the promo code Four Corners Podcast. That's the number four capital C and corners capital P and podcast. Save ten percent off your order. And um, Matt, if you game, go go ahead. If you're not really up for it, I understand. <laughs> I shout out to Efrico Cologne. Um, in all seriousness, uh, I really do hope that the people of Puerto Rico will be able to manage this. Um, obviously, they they've had some really big hits with the the hurricanes oh lately. God. So they had I don't know too recently, didn't they? I think so. Um, I'm not sure when though. I know they've uh, had like a shitty like three years. Yeah, oh, their okay. infrastructure already was kind of beat up so i and it's taken even more hits in the last two three years so uh i really hope that if it does i don't know if it's hit the island yet but if it does i hope that it's managed so if yeah if i was puerto rico i i think i'd just everybody who came to the island that didn't bring cargo i'd been like well uh you get to stay here in and your boat it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt them especially more too because i mean it's starting to be nicer weather. Uh, they're, they're obviously their industry is heavily weighted towards tourism, and that's all shut down. Yeah. So I might, you know, you have to have. Obviously, there's a lot of sympathy for everyone around the world who's suffering it, but I mean, people kind of, I think, gloss over the fact that Puerto Rico, uh, they are Americans. We, uh, they are an American territory. So yeah. And they're like you said, they they've had a rough go of it for the mm-hmm. last few years. So the first thing we said we were going to talk about was going to be uh, <laughs> was going to be uh, about WrestleMania. And um, well, like what, like a half hour before we went to air, they put out the announcement 
that uh, WrestleMania is going to be weird. It's still happening. I thought for sure it would be canceled, and then they would just try to do the show at some point over the summer from some other location. But no. Yeah, I'm getting a serious Bill Watts vibe off this. It's like, this is a business. We're making money, damn it. I'm like, oh, jeez, I don't know how they're going to make this work from the Performance Center, though, because... (laughs) Even even if you if you're just like running your production crew and your wrestlers and stuff, that's still a couple hundred people. That seems really risky to your <laughs> to your company. staff. Well, I was gonna say your company, like I, because I, I just I know I know like for I know I know it's a t- like I'm trying not to be judgmental of of their decisions because it is, it is like a really unprecedented situation to be in. Yeah. Well, part of this is, is stemming out of the fact, and I'm, I'm basing this off of some knowledge I have from, um, like the local comic convention here bumped into the same thing and they didn't want to have to, well, like they couldn't just outright cancel. That they because of um, basically the terms of their event insurance, like they had to have some sort of government mandate or or um, force majeure for them to be able to to reschedule or cancel. Well, that happened, but on the other hand, I, I'm I'm guessing that Vince is bumping up against the same thing. He's like, no, 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 no. You someone over here has got to blink because if you don't. Do you know, you know, then event insurance not going to kick in, and event insurance doesn't want to kick in for an event this size. Well, so, I, think it's, I think it's I think it's doubly hard because you don't want to be out all that money. But I also think what what they were having issues with is I think I think when you're like the state and the city, there's a very there's a very fine line, and you don't necessarily want to pull that trigger because. It's a very it's a very hard thing because you don't want to like you know you don't want to be tyrannical and I think that's why some of like some of the cities and some of the states on some of that stuff like especially in Florida I think that's why they are being a little gun shy about it and we're hoping that I think that's why you got the staring match that you did uh, that something would break and they wouldn't actually have to have this confrontation. Because Vince wanted the, the insurance money. He's like, well, no, you make the call. And they're kind of like, well, like, you know, uh, that that's kind of awkward on our part. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Because then they're going to be like, ah, do we really have the authority to do it? And Vince is just standing there going, screaming, do it, damn it, do it. And uh, like, I don't know if we really can. Do it. Well, I, see, what I thought was going to happen is they weren't going to force the cancellation, but they were going to say you can't have spectators. Is kind of what I thought might happen, but then I think they came to it. I think they. I think. I think what happened here is they probably came to some behind the scenes agreement. They would. They would have had to because there's no way that that there's no way that this was going to go down. Right. No. Like, let, let's let's be honest for a second. Doesn't matter what's going on. There's no way that this was going to go down, even though there were going to be some people who would be so 
there what's a phrase I'm looking for here? So self involved that they would have gone for it anyway. And could you imagine could you imagine if that event went off and then some idiot went there that was infected and then they get tested positive like two days later? Like that could kill your entire company. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that's probably events didn't have that sweet, sweet Fox and Saudi Arabia money coming in right now, then that's probably would kill the company as we know it. Like somewhere down the line, someone would probably buy the name because they'd be like, oh, no, people know this name. We can make money off it. But there that would probably just be the end to it as we know it. Yeah, I mean, and then our our good friends, um, Claire and Gervais. Oh, yeah. Doomed Vegas wedding that just. Which my wife and I were supposed to go to. And now, like, we honestly, before before the 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 news from this weekend, we were kind of leaning towards like, well, I don't know if we should be going with this. But then as things have gotten progressively worse, like, I don't. That's that's not that's not happening on yeah. our end, unfortunately. But I don't even know if they, I don't even know if they would be able to come. Yeah, they're not going to be able to get in the country for it. No, they 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 made a post a couple of days ago. Well, I actually have a friend here that was getting married about that same time, and mm-hmm. today they just they just pushed it back to November. They were just like, nah, we'll do it. We'll do it seven months they from had- now. They had said that they were going to continue forward just because they have they bought packages for all of this uh, wedding stuff. They're for the oh yeah, they, they're they're um they're outside of the window right now, so they're just waiting for so, they're they're pretty much in the WWE spot. They're waiting for the the travel agency to blink, aren't they? I think so. Um, but I mean, they might be able to because I don't think everything's seen shut down. I mean, they're yeah. They're um I, I I don't know if this is a property, but I mean MGM um properties and I think Wynn properties in Vegas just announced like they're shutting down. Yeah, the Bellagio her. is shutting down. <laughs> yeah, they're shutting and, down for I forget I actually forget how long they said, but I think it's quite possibly like they they may be able to get out of it just because everything is, is just closed. Uh, and I, I honestly I, think that travel ban's gonna get extended another thirty days and like probably two-ish weeks well that the thing is even if they came here it's like okay so they were able to come here for their wedding like would they actually be able to go and do the festivities or would they be put under some sort of like 14-day quarantine and what would that mean it's like can you quarantine in a hotel room are you allowed to leave the hotel room like what it, it would be like being on a cruise ship except you know uh less seasickness well you'd have to think about this though um, <clears throat> from their perspective so you'd come here, they'd quarantine you for two weeks, then you'd go back, and you'd have to get quarantined for two weeks again. Yeah, that's that's a fair point, too. Because I know someone that went on a cruise last week before it all hit the fan, and she just got back, and work told her, no, can't come in for two weeks. You gotta stay home. Which, to be fair, I can't really blame her workplace for that. Well, no, but, um, like, I, I traveled, I've been back from Florida for 10 days now. Mm-hmm. And by the standards of the coronavirus, I could still get infected from that for another four days. Or it, the symptoms might present. Yeah. 
but like that's how that's how long it is like i i got back before all that nonsense started but i could still theoretically i have another well it's more like three days now i still have another three days where i could technically get sick because of that that's that's kind of like what's crazy about this is just how long well okay so when they say the incubation period is up to 14 days my understanding of it is that that's the outside edge of it yeah usually it's happening around five Five, six days or so so it's that's technically accurate but it's also kind of a CYA move to be like, oh, it could happen. Up well, CYA is not really the right term for it. But they've they've observed it doing that, but that could be an outlier too. It and could it's really be hard. It's really hard to tell too because you don't know. You know, like if I got if I got it tomorrow, I'm not going to blame the Florida flight because I probably got it over the <clears> weekend or. You know, you don't know. Well, partly what. Part of the reason why everything started getting cracked down yesterday and today, it's it's we also are trying to avoid what's been happening in Europe because Italy has just been like absolutely wrecked. wrecked. Yep. And then France and, and Spain are kind of like really starting to, to hurt right now, too. So Italy's we're trying. Italy's screwed, though, because Italy's like an older population. So they're going to they're going to they're probably going to be one of the worst nations affected by this. They already are one of the the worst in terms of like I think the percentages because they do yeah. have that that factor. Uh, we're trying to avoid all of that, so that's part of the reason, like the crackdowns and the restaurants and things like that. But another huge part of it was I don't know if you guys were paying attention. So as we record this, it's again it's Monday, March sixteenth. This will drop like Wednesday the eighteenth. But it, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. But this past Saturday, they had all these different St. Patrick's Day celebrations around the, the, the nation. I know, like Chicago. Chicago. St. Patrick's Day is absolutely huge in Chicago. And it was it's pretty big in Boston, too. And there was plenty of, of photos on social media of yeah. people just out in the hundreds, if not thousands, at like yep. all these different bars. And it's like, you guys aren't listening. <laughs> You're not supposed oh, to be. Oh, no. No, they're. Yeah. The best was that there was a clip that was floated around on social media. It got, I think, a lot of, like, uh, it, it went semi-viral. But it was this this girl who, obviously, she's, like, in her early 20s. And she's, like, like yeah, so what? Like, I'm not worried. Like, I'm, I have, uh, I'm, like, immunosuppressed. But whatever. I take supplements. I self-medicate. Oh my God. I'm fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she is so and dead. I just, like, put my... I put my head in my hands because, like, even if she is fine because she's young, like, okay, well, then you're just going to carry it. You're going to, like, you're going to kill your grandma or some other person. Yeah, pretty much. That, that, see, I would be in a place where, okay, even what, four years ago, if this had happened four years ago, I'd be concerned for my parents, but I would not be horrifically you know be like look guys you know we'll see y'all when this blows over you know just be careful but now i've got small kids here and i know that they're saying oh you know it's the the data showing it's not really affecting kids it's like all the data i've seen about that's coming out of china and you want me you expect me to buy chinese data 
Actually, uh, the, I'm sorry, I can't do that. The the South Korean data is pretty good because they're actually testing it. They, if you if you want like accurate numbers, South Korea is what you want, and it's actually far yeah. less deadly there because they're because I. The problem is like China's numbers are all all sorts of screwed because they they were suppressing it forever. Um, their case number is like insanely low for their population and density for how infectious mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. Like I don't know anyone that's ta- that's like saying anything about the Chinese numbers. Like I I don't I don't believe it because I no, feel they're like, they're lying they're lying. Through and you team. know they were they were like jailing and murdering people that were trying to like bring this disease to light. I think they actually they arrested like the original doctor that tried to like tell people about it. Yeah, and the other thing that happened, where you know that this is screwed up, is that that very doctor dropped dead of this because apparently part of it in China was that people were being like, people would basically abuse their doctors and say, you know, well, if I'm going to die of this, so are you. So whenever the doctors would come around to see him, they like jerk their mask off and spit in their eye. Jesus. Yeah. And they're saying like... Well, I was going to say, and and they they actually think this might go back into October that this has been kind of brewing. I know mm-hmm. at least November, but they think they think that they can trace it a little further back into late October. So, and I mean, China didn't even acknowledge it until what, like January? Basically until they couldn't cover it anymore. They, yeah, until it absolutely could not be hidden or suppressed anymore. Yeah. But yeah, because this, uh, the, the doctor you're referring to, he wasn't the only one. He's kind of become uh, a martyr. Yeah, he's essentially has become a martyr. Um, yeah. But there were there were other physicians who were warning about this around like beginning of the new year. So at that point, it wasn't like oh, I'm just I just saw this yesterday. Like it it obviously had been around for probably at least a couple months. It was slowly gathering steam. Yeah. Um, I know the the CDC has been tr- prepping for this since around the new year. Because yeah, we got screwed because so where we where the United States really got screwed is the manufacturer of the original test kits screwed it up. Yeah, they got tainted test kits out there, and that that set it back a month. Mm. Yeah, going by South Korea is good because they're one they're more accurate. Because let's and, be realistic, like does, if anyone who trusts Chinese data should not. Or they the, have, or the fact that it's getting better there. Like I would, I would be highly suspect of. Well, there there might be some truth to it getting better, but you also have to understand, like China, the Chinese took absolutely draconian uh, tactics to help mm-hmm. suppress it, uh, and by that, by that, I mean those sort of things wouldn't happen in the United States, be just because we actually. Were, respects human rights at least well, at least i think i, I think there are also, people who, crit- who would like disagree with that but we certainly aren't like china where there's now reports coming out that there are people who like were infected or sick that the chinese essentially boarded up in their apartments to die yeah and i'm not really surprised about that like if, no i know people might not believe that's true it's like you have to separate like the chinese people the actual their, chinese yeah. people yeah can be very good and and I'm not trying to like cast blame on them, but the government is oppressive. The government, the Chinese government, like, oh, look, we we don't have uh, 
big deals like Disney does. <laughs> so I'm not worried about be- I'm not worried about being canceled. Well, that's that's the other thing when people talk about when people talk about the percentage of people dying based on numbers, and mm. they use the Chinese ones. It's like, well, one they ignored it for several months, so a lot of people got a lot of people died from pure neglect. But then it's also China, so you don't know if they just didn't happen to kill a couple hundred dissidents and just kind of like sweep that. Oh yeah. Into the the oh yeah, these people died of coronavirus, not the not the bullets in the back of their head. Yeah, they, China is known for human rights abuses. They are they've been waging a, a whole little genocide against one of their Muslim minority populations. Like they're oh, the, Chi- yeah. the Chinese and, um, government. Again, Don't forget so, the organ harvesting uh, for rich people too. Yes, yeah. So again, the actual like the the Chinese people themselves. I'm not um, casting any blame on them or, or giving any negative connotation, but the government is just terrible. It is. I was also gonna say though. I think. I think hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, Larry. Did you hear this clip? This... Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Yes, I did. Yes, I remember that from our Twitter. I was yeah. gonna say, um, I think too, China had to be so draconian about it as well because they ignored it for so long that they were way behind the the ball as well, far as can't. like containing it. Like the cat yeah. was the cat was out of the yard by the time they started trying to address it. Yeah, well, um, Prime Minister Winnie the Pooh over there couldn't let anything that would. Oh damn it, Chad! We're banned in China now. Uh. <laughs> and Blizzard just banned us from um, Hearthstone, and WoW. Uh, Blizzard, and Blizzard can en- can enjoy a big old bite of my white butt. Um. <laughs> it, oh shit! It's... We just got banned from Call of Duty too. <laughs> I haven't lost anything. What about you guys? No, not at all. No. no. Um, the, but you know they they couldn't have anything cast doubt on their illustrious government, so they covered it up for so long and said, "Oh, it's not really a thing." And now, <sighs> now their inaction has um, cost us all. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty much put the planet in the ditch. Thanks very much. Um, so. Uh, to kind of drag us back around to what we said our original topic on this was going to be, uh, yeah, WrestleMania is going to be held in the Performance Center to no crowd. Now, that's weird as hell. I think we could all agree on that. But the flip side to it is the empty building thing is not the weirdest thing in the world. I think Cesaro made that joke earlier this week, last week. He said, if you had told me that I would be wrestling Daniel Bryan in front of uh, an empty building, you know, 10 years ago, I would have said, oh, yeah, no kidding. But if you would have said while we were working for WWE, I would have been shocked. It's okay. The last, like, two years of live shows have prepared them for this. (laughs) But it was weird on SmackDown. I watched some of SmackDown, and it just shows how, like... It's a good reason of why I don't like WWE is, like, their wrestlers were still doing their robotic, like, video game entrances with no one there. It's one of those... Well, here's the thing. And I can say this because I worked in some empty-ass buildings. 
the when you come through the curtain, if there's nobody there, you've got to do something like that to keep your mind set up. Because otherwise, if you just walk to the ring and no one no one cares, either the building's empty or the people there don't give a damn, then you're taking yourself completely out of your place, and it it screws with your head. It really does. I had a the the best case of an empty building I ever had I was in a town called Martin. In their community center, where the air conditioning was broken oh, in, in August, there were six people. Six people there, and these people acted like that they were, they you know, their families were being held hostage unless they came to this show. I mean, can, so, I, ask a, can I ask a question? Yeah. Is it possible that the promoter of the show maybe had their family hostage backstage? Not this promoter. Okay. And and when you say backstage, you're talking about the room that we were all sitting in with a curtain over the door, basically. Um, it, it's, you know, and what ended up happening is in trying to get a reaction out of these, you couldn't get these people out of their seat with a stick of dynamite. But in trying to, I took poor Ron the Bounty Hunter and just, I was kind of green at the time. And in trying to get a reaction out of them, I beat the piss out of him. Um, I wasn't trying to, to tater him, but, you know, I wasn't getting any kind of reaction. So I was, I was trying to lay it in just a little bit and I, I wasn't doing great with that. And then afterwards, he told me, he's like, man, you just really went. And I was like, dude, do you want to just punch me in the face? Because I, I think I deserve it. And he's like, no, man, I don't want to do that. It's like, well, okay, I did offer. It was it was terrible. And, and to do that, you know, it, it's it's because at the time, my gimmick was kind of douchebag, heel, MMA guy. So, was, you know, I'm wearing like a, a tap out shirt. And I'm using like Sound of Madness by Shinedown as my entrance music. Like all the, you know, everything I can think of that would fit the stereotype to piss people off. And I had to, I had to like keep the character going when I came through the curtain because otherwise it would have just been like, ah, screw it, never mind. I imagine the affliction was like God's gift to you and uh, for your gimmick. You know, I, I didn't ever actually use it, I don't think the timing was right. But, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was, God, actually the tap out shirt I had. Okay. So just, just, I'll put my cards on the table. I've always carried a little bit of extra weight because I didn't know this for 10 years, but my thyroid is screwed up. But the tap out shirt I wore put the word tap out across my side. So it went from like my, my ribs around, around my stomach. Right. And with the word there, it kind of emphasized the fact that I had a little bit of a gut, which made it fit the stereotype even better. <laughs> like, it didn't conceal nothing. It emphasized it, which made you think even more of that, you know, out-of-shape douchebag that goes to B-dubs and watches the matches and claims he could do better and that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, it's 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 hard. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna keep doing their entrances that way because that's the only way that you can keep your head in the game. I mean, I get what you're saying. It looks weird, but 
You got to, man. I just think I, I don't I think I don't know what they're gonna do post mania, but I don't think they can do that long term because one of them's gonna get it eventually and that's just gonna have to end the whole the whole thing. It, yeah, you've got to um you you've gotta do something to the effect of um and like at post mania, I'll be honest with you, the guys would be best served if if they just like, look, we're we're taking a month off. Go home, heal up, and then we're gonna come back and 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 try and pick up. Cause, you know, the I, I would were it me, I'd say the only reason they were doing this was as the to you know the the mania lead up. But they're doing this because Vince is a workaholic and doesn't want to ever take his foot off the gas. Sorry, I'm I'm typing something. That's all right. well. I was concerned that I, I I talked too much again and just killed the mood. No, sorry. I, it's it's um, life is really weird and like it feels like I'm trying to coordinate like five things at once like the last couple of days. That's um, fair enough. I, so, I, I, where where I am. Kind of worried though is I really think indie wrestling is going to take a huge hit from this. Mm-hmm. An absolutely huge hit. Because I don't think I don't think anyone's going to be able to run a show for for a while. Uh, at a minimum, two months, maybe three or four. I'm thinking like yeah, I'm think that's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> it's yeah, I mean, at, so let's uh, obviously Mania is now moved, um, but it, this is affecting. It's a fluid situation that literally, like, I can't stress, like, every day is something new. And that's just, like, the, the society in general. But everything, with every new thing that comes, it, it has an effect upon wrestling and other entertainment sports. Well, it, on entertainment in general, like, now, if I was, like, a a movie studio, I wouldn't even bother. I would just pull whatever movie's coming out. Like, why would I put forth a movie... I would just send them right to. I just send them right to like streaming services. Like send it right to Amazon for like the five bucks to rent. Because I mean, if you have a smaller film, like they some studios are actually just announcing that. Like the the new Invisible Man movie, uh, it's been out probably like a month. Uh, they just announced that I think like this by this weekend, it's going to be on demand and available to 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 download or to to rent. Like that's fine because that's a smaller movie. Like you, you already made a good amount of money. But what if it's like the Fast and the Furious movie that you know is going to make like a billion dollars worldwide normally? Like I don't, yeah. I don't want to put that out on, on demand if I'm the studio because like I I'm mean, not going to make that much money. As, I mean, at least I mean, as much. But I mean, it's it's either make some money or no money because I mean, I don't even think theaters are going to be open much longer here. And in fact, some places have closed them already. I checked online to see and uh, like earlier today and they were still operational in my area. But I think Regal Cinemas has already announced like they're shutting down everything, like all of their all of their theaters, at least for like a in the short term. How bad did the box office take a beating this week? It like they it made like uh, no money. It? Yeah, the the number one film I think made like ten million, and it's it's kind of like a dead area, a dead season right now. But it's also like yeah, but you you'd still see that. like yeah. you would still see like the top movie would still make like thirty million. 
Yeah, I think like isn't Black Widow supposed to come out like in any any week it, now? April it, or was early April? Yeah, that's that's See, that's a mess. It were were I in the position of one of the studios, I would go go to Amazon or go to Netflix or whatever and say, "Listen, here's what here's what we'll do." Is we let's offer a deal like this. Is like ever how many we're we're gonna structure a deal on how many watches it gets instead of just like you know the deals we have been doing. And so if it gets a boatload of watches, that's great for you and it's great for us. And if nobody watches it, then that's you know we're taking a bath just like happens whenever one doesn't perform well at the theater. Well, I of course think they, would do, they don't think that way. So I think they would do well because I mean. If you think about it, if people can't go to the theaters, like if you're talking two months from now and people have pretty much been quarantined for two months with nothing to do, they're going to be desperate for for any sort of like novel entertainment. Yeah, unless unless they're fans of The Office and then they're just starting the series over again. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, that's what I I was telling my wife, like, well, you know, at least we play video games and like I have like board games and stuff. So, you know, we're set for being stuck in the house for a while. But think like there are people out there. There's no sports. There is. Yeah. You're getting towards the end of TV. You're getting into rerun season pretty soon. Like there's just going to be a dearth of like anything like entertainment wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to bring it back to like indie wrestling, it's obviously ever with Mania being moved, I, everything else, all the the indie shows that were going to be based around Mania, like they are either canceled. Well, I mean, there's no way they could go forward anyway. Yeah, and they already the, canceled some. Yeah, with the restrictions going on, like it just isn't feasible. But that's really sad because there was a lot of really good shows that were going to be on that that weekend. Um, obviously, like that that weekend is when you, if you're an indie worker, especially one who has a, a bit of a name value, so you could be booked on multiple shows, you make a ton of money. Like that's probably yeah. like that that mania weekend alone could probably put you essentially in the black for the year. And now all that's done yeah um the the newest thing i don't know if you guys have seen it it just was kind of passing around about an hour ago um wrestlecon has been canceled which obviously right. that that makes sense um i guess marriott is really giving them the business about it there's a there's a note here that wrestlecon shared uh and basically marriott who, who would be hosting it was saying you know, we're not we we disagree with your um, attempting to cancel due to the impossibility clause. Which let's be realistic, like it's impossible. Yeah, um, yeah that's some real horseshit on the there. Pro- that well, is the, real horseshit. The problem is that obviously, like the state hasn't technically said, "Oh, we're shutting everything down." But I mean, I don't know. Like with this new guidance, but it's it's I guess it's guidance from the president saying a ten or less, but that's not I guess some sort of official rule or a state rule in Florida. But anyway, uh, Marriott is denying the attempt by Russell Khan to, you know, get a cancellation refund. And yeah. they are, they're saying the liquid, the last line in the email that was shared, the liquidated damages to the hotel is 80% of total revenue owed hotel or over $114,000, which is just like that. 
that's not tenable. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and the other thing that gets me is Good that luck having another convention come through there if that gets out. Yeah. Marriott. Well, and let's say Marriott takes him to court. And Matt, you're going to know better about this than I am. But what's the likely? There, I'm sure there are some judges that are going to be like, "That's what the contract says." But there are some of them that are going to be like, "This may be what the contract says, but you all are idiots," and like throws it out. That's possible. Um, it would kind of depend upon the judge. I mean, the contract is the contract, and they, there is like a lot of wiggle room. I mean, these these contracts are, are in the language specifically are written by attorneys, and, and they're written by attorneys in ver- a very crafty way that right. there is this like, well, you know, technically this doesn't, this, this situation wouldn't apply because there was no state mandate that things had to be shut down. That's what like this email says. This email is just ridiculous. It says, uh, it's not illegal or impossible to hold the event. And it's like, okay, te- like they may be technically accurate that it's not holding an event like WrestleCon may not be illegal under these new quarantine rules, but it is it, impossible. It is certainly impossible. Like I, they're they're really trying to parse things finely, where it's like, well, technically, it's not. The state hasn't said that they're going to enforce, but it's like I I, I have to imagine that if Florida hasn't done it's, that, it's going to be a matter of yeah. time. And, Everyone's going to have this. And to me, to me, and I know it's I know. Some businesses would would agree with this, but obviously Marriott's not. To me, like where to me where WrestleCon wins is it is ethically and morally impossible to have the show. Yeah, that's that's what I was sitting here thinking too. It it morally, yes. Yeah. I don't know what kind of bearing that would have in a court case though. It would it would vary by judge. Because you would, I think that there are some judges that would take that into account and be like, "You guys are like," they would say to the hotel, "Like, you're fucking stupid." Like, of course they couldn't have it. Like, actually, a thing that might crack me up is if a judge were to look at him and go, "You know what? You guys are such wastes of space, and you have wasted my time. I find in favor of the convention. You owe them damages." Now, that's just petty and vindictive of me, and I don't think it would actually happen. They could they could hit them and make them pay like their attorney fees. That's the worst that could happen. To yeah, them in reverse that does that does happen sometimes. Um, right. That's actually more common than it used to be. Uh, I'm I'm conflicted on how I feel about that because obviously I want it to happen in cases where I get Schadenfreude out of it, but then it could potentially be abused too. So. I, I, oh, I, okay. I imagine they'll back off because WrestleCon did the smart thing and it is going to sick the um, sick the the their their customer base on the hotel by making <laughs> that public. So that'll probably get the, get them to, once they start getting the you guys are a bunch of scumbags brigade on them. I think that'll that'll parse some things out. Oh, breaking news! As of a half hour ago. The Kentucky Derby has been postponed until September. Wow, I'm not surprised by that. Uh, every every like major sporting event or things like that has been 
either canceled outright or postponed. One of the yeah. last one of the last things that that had been kind of yet to shut down was horse racing. And I yeah. guess the the theory there was that obviously the the real danger with this virus is that you don't want you don't want people in close contact with each other. So you could in theory run the horses cuz they're not the 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 jockeys aren't necessarily going to be like in close proximity to one another, but um, it does make sense because you can't have spectators. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, yeah. It's it, we're God. We're in the weirdest timeline. Yeah. It really. It really. Um, I don't know about like your states because I, I know I know Kentucky and Ohio have been kind of on a very similar trajectory in a lot of ways, but it was really weird. And like Tuesday, like. Tuesday it wasn't serious yet, and Wednesday it kind of like exploded. Well, in in Kentucky, there's been uh, our governor. Like initially, I was not a big fan of our governor because his dad was a governor. Just what like four or five years prior, and I don't like I, I don't like uh, political dynasties as a rule, but. He has very intentionally been trying to stay ahead of it. His his comparison was that um, in the 1918 uh, Spanish influenza outbreak, like Philadelphia was behind the curve, and they didn't start taking measures until way too late. And it's huge spike in cases and all this sort. Whereas St. Louis started acting early, and it, it you know it kept the number of cases down, and it kept it below what the um, you know, healthcare system to take care of it. The the flatten the curve thing that is floating around on social media, this is where it comes from, right? He said, I am not going to be the governor that acted too late. I think um Which I seen, applaud I applaud the hell out of him for. He is doing a good job. I think I think most states are doing a pretty good job so far. <laughs> they're they're being more proactive than other entities are, I think. But I think I think that I think we're the one that I am concerned about though is like California and Oregon with their huge homeless populations. I think that could get super ugly for those states. Yeah, um, it, it it definitely can. Because I I think and I mean I think um, they've they've really gotten some flack for how they treat their. How they've just kind of let that po- that problem fester the last couple years, um, the last couple months, and I think, I think they're, I think a lot of people are sadly gonna die because of their, of what they have of their inaction with that, and just kind of like yeah. letting the homeless camps and stuff start because, I mean, that's just it's just gonna spread like wildfire. Oh yeah, those populations. Yeah. Are you, You've got to imagine a lot of a lot of homeless people are going to be like high risk categories too. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's that's absolutely going to happen. The one other thing that, um, well, yeah, I'm not gonna. I, we're gonna stay on this topic. I'm not gonna try and wrench us back to where we were prior. Yeah, uh, it, it's 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 awful because these are people that are already maligned and ignored and now it's just well i'm just gonna leave them to die basically 
or are they going to try and like contain them as a as a disease reservoir? I guess I've, state doesn't give a fuck. They're just going to let them die in the streets. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah yeah they wouldn't have let it get to the point that it's at in those two states if they actually cared right but they can posture about it yeah okay we're getting way we're getting way too close to politics we need to we need to (laughs) i i agree it's a little too close to politics but i'm just saying like they don't care man so um Things that uh, that I'm look, things that I am looking forward to, um, or things that at least in my state they're doing, is that um, they are in order to stay ahead of this. They're trying, they're relaxing the unemployment stuff. So if you get laid off because there's no business, there's not like the month period where it's like, oh, you know, that's, you know, we have to assess it. It's just like, you know, you laid off for this, you send us these documents. We're going to start that immediately, and um, it's it's um, other things they're doing. Like they they shut down uh, visitors to nursing home facilities except for end of life situations. They've closed the closed state prisons and therefore the regional jails. Half of the felons in the state of Kentucky are Class D felons who are sitting in jails because they're not violent enough to go into prison so they just send them to these jails which means they sit in a room all day every day and maybe get to see the sun once a week um and let's see they just issued today the uh the um dining facility restrictions so i think it was as of the end of business today only carry out stuff drive through or carry out was uh was allowed um, they recommend the schools shut down. Daycares are are going to be shut down by five o'clock Friday. Is that just across the board? Yeah, pretty much. I See, mean, that's that's what concerns me because I know Shad, you have small children. I have a I have a four month old, so yep. she she literally just started daycare. Um, and if if they shut down if they shut down the daycares, I have especially for an indefinite period. I have no idea what we're going to do. Because yeah. the nature, the nature of my wife and I's work, like we're both attorneys, like we, with uh, with all of this kind of social distancing, like our, we've been told at least for the next couple weeks, we're supposed to be working from home, uh, yeah. teleworking. Uh, after that, I don't know. I I can see it obviously extended potentially, but the nature of our jobs doing a lot of legal work it's we can't exactly like take care of an infant and still yeah. do that job with any sort of like reasonable productivity so i don't know like i would probably have to take time off which i could take maybe i could take like a month off to to handle my child but what if this is like three months like then yeah. it becomes really really dicey yeah. yeah, I know. I know. At my company, they pretty much just said, "Like, we understand you're taking care of your kids, and your productivity is gonna gonna drop." Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's. It's nice whenever you can have an entity that'll look at that and understand it. But 
Um, Matt, it don't sound like that that's necessarily the case for you. And I hate that. I wish it would be. But, uh, yeah, what are, what are you going to... Well, the sad thing is, like, my, my mother-in-law doesn't live here. She, she, mm-hmm. lives, um, she lives in San Antonio, so it's literally, like, half the country away. She was actually supposed to come in about two weeks, and, like, that's not going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. she's going to have to cancel her trip because she's, like, she's 65. She's not... It, it, she'd be in a very high risk of being exposed, obviously. Right. Um, plus, we don't want my wife's father, so my father-in-law, we don't want him getting exposed either. Like, if if her mother gets exposed, then she, like, we, we, don't, we don't want to try and, you know, infect anyone. If, in the horrible situation that someone did get exposed like we obviously we wouldn't want any of that so i don't know it's it's really (laughs) just concerning like and it's it's something every day which is what the troubling thing is and i guess to me what stresses me out is that it's it's the completely indefinite nature of everything yeah it's not like it's this is like a, a horrible blizzard that is rolled through where it's like okay guys like it's gonna be real bad for a week and then is everything's going to re- kind of return to normal. Uh, this it's like, who knows? Like where things are getting shut down for two weeks, two months. Uh, who knows? It, yeah, it. I mean, and it's it's it, the, it is. Go ahead. It's well, I was going to say it's like going back to what you're saying about family and stuff. Like both of my parents are over sixty-five, and it's um. You know, it's kind of just like, well, guys, like, I guess you're not going to see me for a while because I don't want to accidentally expose you, so. Yeah. Well, the, um, like, right before we came on, my dad called me. And so I was like, yeah, I'm absolutely going to sit and and, uh, talk to dad, you know, a minute before we launch because we're not getting too much right now, right? We're in this... I'm like my parents aren't that far away, like you know they could they could probably drive on a, uh, you know one tank of gas, and and not encounter anybody else to get here. But then again, it's like you know you got to go back home, and um, you know all the stuff that, uh, you know everything that, um, you know could go into that. I, I just don't want them to. I don't want them to, you know, be exposed to that. I mean, my parents are only 20 minutes away, but, like, I don't. Yeah. Like, because a lot of our weekend was, like, checking in on our parents, making sure, like, that they knew, hey, you better make sure that if you need, like, you have enough food to probably last you for two weeks because people are being a little nuts. Like, it was a very, it was a very long an arduous weekend for us in my yeah. house. We, uh, my wife and I went, we, we usually go to the grocery stores on the weekend. We actually made a point to go to like two or three different stores mm-hmm. to try and get stuff. And the level of like picked over. Oh God, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. We went to, we went to Costco and it was like a madhouse. We were actually, we didn't really have to wait in line to get in, which I was thankful for, but um, we, ba- my wife and I, literally, basically got the last uh, thing of water, like pallet of water, not pallet, but we last like big, like forty pack of water and a, a thing of toilet paper, and it was like 
it for the store. Yeah. And they were saying they were going to restock, but I mean, and that was like, that was like midday Saturday. It wasn't even like, you know, Sunday evening. It's, it is my bad joke. And I admit that it's a bad joke, but it is my bad joke that, um, the, um, you know, when it snows, people get bread and milk. So it's the French toast kit. But during this, people are getting toilet paper and water, I guess, to make toilet water. Um, but it's <laughs> it's it's absurd. The 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 people who are just stockpiling toilet paper. It's like, look, if if everybody would just take what they needed, yes. and not try, and you know, I am going to create my 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 castle of of Charmin here. If everyone would just do that, then look, I. I will admit, uh, in one case, I helped someone, you know, stockpile for, uh, stockpile a little bit. Like, you know, my my brother-in-law has a brand new baby girl, even even younger than than Matt's is, and you know, so I went and I gathered up some some cans of formula because there's only certain kinds of formula that uh, she'll drink, and it's like, well, you know, okay, and but they don't want to, um, they don't want to, uh, you know, expose her to it. So they're like, can you gather up these for us? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do that for you. That's not a problem. And I didn't take everything they had in the store, right? You know, I took a few cans that'll that'll get them through, you know, a number of weeks, but. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to take everything from you know everybody else who comes in. Like, what's what are we what are we doing here? If if everyone just took what they needed, there could be enough to go around. But instead, I went in one, two, three, four stores today. Um, basically, just just picking up some stuff that we needed. You know, some light bulbs here and stuff like that. Not not a big deal, but just some stuff we needed. And you got to consider that the the people that you know, everywhere I go, you know, toilet paper's gone. There's a bunch of stuff gone. And then there's, you know, who is who is in the place where they like need it the most or the vulnerable people? But no. No, we're we're gonna you know I, I'm gonna buy it all up for me because I'm more important than everybody else and I'm gonna get mine and then I'm gonna make some money by selling it to other people. And it's like I want mm, makes me want to punch someone in the eye. I saw something. Um, so one of our friends actually shared it on uh, on our like one of our Facebook groups. Uh, the woman, did you see this? The woman, the woman that had all that hand sanitizer and can't sell it to anyone. Oh, well, that was a dude like in Tennessee, I think, who actually bought. He yeah. he had, he acknowledged like he went around the state and bought like you know, I think it was like eighteen like eighteen thousand. Yeah, he went around more than one state. He went around Tennessee and Kentucky to all the little backwoods Dollar Generals and and convenience stores and bought it up. Yeah, and was trying to resell it for profit on 
through like Amazon. A, yeah, th- through Amazon because Amazon does allow like third party providers to to do that. And then once Amazon got wind of it, they shut it. They to their credit, they shut it down really quickly. Yeah. And I think he wound up donating it all to uh, like local churches just because they, he was getting death threats from. Yeah. Uh, no, what I was talking about is there was a woman who I think uh, I think Terry shared this, but he um, there was a woman who was. I think it was probably like a next door group or something like that selling like canisters of formula. Obviously this is like really, this affects me cause I have an, an infant, but these, these cans of formula normally, like depending upon the store you buy them in can range up to like 30, 30 bucks, so like 25, yep. 30 bucks. The woman wanted like 70 a canister. Oh, fuck her. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know what? I'm not like this type of person. But it's like you know what? I hope you. I hope this woman gets hit by a truck. Like that. That's just you're really gonna pull. You're that. gonna. You're gonna take. You are going to take food away from babies. Yeah. To if, make look, your if, buck. If I had extra stuff like that that I didn't need or something like that, what I would do the the fair thing to do if you're not gonna just flat out donate it is you maybe go like, look, this here's the receipt. It cost me X amount of money. I'm just looking to get exactly what I paid for it. Or like, hey, do you have like, I'll trade this for like something else I need. Like, yeah, I mean, here's some formula. Uh, does anyone have like a couple rolls of toilet paper? Yeah. Or like some paper towels or something. Yeah. See, like, I, I, I guess, I guess <clears throat> just the way I am when the toilet paper thing here was going south, my wife and I kind of hit some stores that Thursday to make sure we had enough to last us for about two months, just because. Just because all this panic buying is happening because people started either panic buying or stockpiling. Yeah. So we <laughs> yeah. So we just wanted to make sure we were taken care of. But so we each hit we each hit like a store, but we would take one. Oh yeah. So we we went to like four different places. We grabbed one from each. So we took four out of the market, which you know isn't even like that extreme. Like we might even do that on a sale at some point. Like if it's a good one. So we took one from each place because we were just like, well, I would really hate for someone to really need this and not be able to get it. But I, I had a coworker that went to like Target or something, and she said some woman spent $140 on toilet paper from that Target. Okay, well, like, I mean, <laughs> this that's one of the I'm, – I'm getting angry enough to the point where if I was in the store and saw that, I'd walk up and start flipping stuff out of their buggy. Well – but like and, there was someone sent this article to my wife about how like this is like this herd mentality thing. And my wife's into like psychology. It's like that's really not what's happening because what happens is you get that with a certain group of people, but then the logical people not doing it then turn around and go, Oh shit, like I better make sure I'm taken care of because these morons are buying everything. Yeah. This is this is happening so then, because of panic buying. Yeah, so then so then what happens is the rational people then have to join the fray because you have to survive. And you don't wanna like you don't wanna get caught without food or toilet paper because you didn't It's just it's insane. It it really it's it's really awful. Yeah. It, it's it's really frustrating. We spent we we've spent a we've spent a massive crap load of money the last week because we've been trying to make sure we're a little ahead on everything. Just, and in case like we need it, we have enough food for a couple weeks because 
God forbid people... You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to do it, but then at the same time, you're a logical person. You're like, well, like, I would really hate to not have food because yeah. I was lazy in this. If I if I don't do this now, what am I going to do, right? Yeah, because the problem I had was like, you, and I mean, I'm sure you guys had that same thing. You're kind of thinking to yourself like, well, I don't really know when these people are going to stop doing this. The only thing, the only indicator that I have heard from anywhere is supposedly after about two weeks it starts tapering off but i that's so so what we did is we stocked up and i told my wife like so what we'll do is we'll just we'll just try and get meat next week and see how bad it is because we can go another week and then we'll just kind of start doing some legwork and start trying to piece together stuff if we have to yeah if you have to yeah but i'm just It feels it feels like here people have chilled out a little bit on the food. Uh, they let me think for a minute because I, I gotta I gotta think about the run that I saw. It it it's crazy because the thing just seems to be toilet paper at least where I am. That seems to be it. It's oh no food food here. It, um, food here. Is, I should have taken yeah. I should have taken pictures of Walmart for you guys. Like, there's still stuff there. Like, I like we went today, and I just we walked through, and I grabbed a couple things. Like, they happen to still have like a couple cans of corn left, but it's destroyed here. Wow. Like, well, can... yeah, we my wife and I live above a Safeway, um, which is super convenient because if we needed something for, like for a recipe, we we're able to just pop downstairs. Uh, we went, we just checked it out. It was either Saturday night or Sunday morning. And the the meat section was like obliterated. Yeah. The uh, they still I think had bread at that point. There's subsequently like there's that bread is sold out. All the toilet paper was gone. Uh, all the regular eggs were gone. Um, I think the, they had they still have eggs at this Walmart, mm-hmm. but I think they got they probably just got a shipment in. Yeah, I mean they by I'm sure by tomorrow or Wednesday it'll restock, but. Yeah, it's crazy. But they need to not. They need to not run it again, though. Is the problem? Yeah, it, it's. Yeah, um, I went to the Meyer, that's the closest grocery store to my house, and it's uh, when I when I went into, because I knew when I, I went in on Sunday evening, I knew it was going to be bad. Right? I'm not an idiot. I knew it was going to be bad. But here was the interesting thing. Okay, the the stuff that was gone. Like there, it was it was low in some spots, but it wasn't gone. Here's the stuff that was gone, gone. Obviously, toilet paper, ground beef, not steak, yep. not minute steak, but just the ground beef. Yep, the ground beef was gone. You could get the pre-made burger patties, which was interesting. They still had some of those here. Now yeah. I will tell you. I will tell you. Hang on, I got the- I got two more things though. Okay. All of the lunchables were gone. They have plenty of those here, actually. And the only reason that I did that is because my boys are in this place right now. Like they're they're in the kind of this picky phase, and there are some lunchables that they will eat. So that's why I get them. Like it, it's 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 not enough. It's not balanced. But whenever they're like this, you just want to you're just trying to get you know calories into them, and then that's first, and then balancing what goes into them is kind of second. And the other thing was gone is they were milk was completely gone. 
All uh, of the milk was gone. And I was Yeah, milk's gone here. I was pretty pissed about that because it's like you you like the only people I'm gonna give give grace to on that is like, you know, okay, like daycares have to provide milk to ever how many kids they've got. So they need to buy a bunch of it, right? But milk's like milk goes bad in less than a month. It goes bad in like a week, doesn't it? Uh, week and a half. I, I don't drink milk anymore because of um, some previous health issues. So my wife and I actually do almond milk, which lasts like three months. So yeah, there was plenty of almond juice still in the in the freezer. But sorry, that's just personal. That's another bad joke on my part. But um, the you know it you don't it, it, it's going to last you what two weeks. And that. yeah, and you can't freeze it because if you freeze it when you thaw it, it's going to cause microbes to grow in it, and therefore it's going to make you sick anyway. But these, you know, here I am, my two little ones. I'm trying to get some, you know, we're we're starting to run low on it, and then I turn around, and it's it's all gone, and I'm like, um, you know, I'm, I, I try, I try, I really yeah. do. I try to be a kind person, that sort of stuff. But I am, I swear, getting ready to just absolutely lose my fudge. Now, I will say my boss went into Aldi on Sunday um, right when they opened, and she said that it was pretty well stocked of anything you would need. Like, they even had toilet paper. So maybe maybe hit an Aldi, like, early? Yeah. Well, Aldi, okay, Aldi... Even they just they put it on their Facebook page today. They are restricting the hours from nine to seven, so that there's time for cleanup and restocking. Great, I I like Aldi very very much. The other thing, and here's the here's the kicker, is, well, I'm sorry, two things. The other thing, at least in the state of Kentucky, is Dollar Generals are restricting the first hour that they're open to senior citizens only. If you try and That's come, good. yeah. If you try and come in in that first hour and you're not a senior citizen, they kick you out. But this morning, I, you know, I went because uh, the daycare was still open, and I know our daycare is taking good care of our kids because they, I mean, we I'm, we pay for it, but it's a really good daycare. So I took the kids there because I thought I was going to have to do some work stuff today. Uh, it turns out I didn't. But I didn't know it until later. So after I dropped them off, I, I went by to try and go to Aldi, like you said. And I'm like, maybe if I get there when they open. Well, I was there too early for them to open. So it's like, okay. Our Aldi is just a few parking lots away from Walmart. Our Walmart used, is a 24-hour Walmart. But now they're locking down from 11 to 6 for sanitizing and restocking. So I'm mosey on in there a little bit after 8 and walk out with two two jugs of milk. Two two jugs of milk and the um, that's and it's because the little one drinks whole milk and the older one drinks two percent and that's it. Oh the, God, whole milk. Ugh. Well, yeah, but whenever they're little, it's. I'm just thinking of. <laughs> but you know that that's all I took. I'm not stockpiling it like a crazy person. I just took what we needed. And it's the it's this lack of consideration for everybody else. And if you don't believe there's a lack of consideration in America, if you didn't believe it before this, then I would have told you how many people don't use their turn signals. But that's where we are. And it, I, 
So the weird one here that's gotten run really hard is cat litter. Hmm. That... Can't find, the, the cat litter's totally gone. I'm so they did glad. run the they did run the cat food and dog food here too, but that's not totally like gone. I'm just glad that I'd gotten a big thing of cat litter before this happened. I'm it's sorry. just crazy. It's crazy. Like I, I it's bad enough you 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 ha like Matt said earlier, like you just have no idea. Like you have no I we might have talked about this on air. I think we talked about it on air though. You have like no concept of what you're in for if you actually catch it but then you have to deal with the stress of like of having food for your family yeah and and i had told my wife at some point i was like look if this is the the you know if if, if it's as bad as we're afraid it's going to be then I will stay out and I will sleep in the car so that you, you know, so you all don't have to deal with. But the thing is, it's it's going to get around to anybody anyway. Well, I think I think what, what I've pretty much heard is when it's going to start getting better is when enough of us have caught it and recovered that we're just naturally immune and that'll slow it down. Well, that and and if the infection gets spreads out and it flattens the infection spike, then that means that the healthcare is going to have the capacity to deal with it over yeah. time instead of all at once. I mean, that's that's the point. Um, that's that's the whole point of the the social distancing thing. And but you know, Matt's saying you know you all live right above a Safeway. When I when I was in D.C., I walked over to the Safeway that was in the Watergate to do my shopping. If you guys are right above it and can't get get there before stuff's gone, I don't know what to say. Like this is this just special breed of panic that I don't think the the U.S. has dealt with in a long time. So I thought we would lighten this up a bit before we we signed off the air for the night. Okay. So um, we'll start with that on this one. So if you get your choice of apocalypse to be killed in, what would you pick? Me. Any yes, any apocalypse that you would you would prefer to be to either survive in or to be killed instantly. Uh, oh, well, I obviously want to survive. Um, <laughs> uh, so you know what, I I could go with the old um, tried and true zombie apocalypse, but I'm not going to choose that. I am instead going to uh, I'm going to choose one that's maybe a little bit off the beaten path, but. Uh, giant kaiju invasion Ooh, that's an oh he's going right? pacific rim yeah so you, i want you... uh, i want giant a giant kaiju just trashing my city and i have to basically escape uh, as so what, buildings what are crumbling of... around me oh he's what gonna kind of... overfield yeah what kind of kaiju would you like would you like a giant reptile a bird type thing a moth maybe a robot oh, no. like what would you like uh, no not robot maybe like a giant um a giant robot would kind of almost be like a. You could even do like a War of the Worlds type of thing. But I would um, what a, what I want a giant, a giant like reptile. What about a giant like reanimated Henry Kissinger? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, giant, giant. Is Henry reptile, Kissinger maybe? dead? Nah, he's, he's probably be, dead. Right? Right? I don't know. He's got to be real old if he if he isn't. Yeah, that's very true. I'm looking it up. Okay. I, I think I think reptile is like 
the um oh, Lord, he's still alive he's 96 well well he's practically dead yeah, wait, hey, no, he's, made, he's made that bargain with the Grim Reaper is what he's done. He's diplomacy the Grim Reaper out quite a ways. I, uh, I think the lizard, there's something classic about the lizard, uh, Kaiju. Yep. I mean, it's Godzilla. Well, I mean, you have, like, stuff like the, 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 the Gila monster and, um, what know. was that? The beast from Beast from Forty Thousand Leagues or something? Oh, twenty thousand. Um, twenty thousand fathoms. He yeah. was more like he was. It, I don't think he. I wouldn't think of him as reptilian. He was kind of like his own weird thing. I was kind of going off the cover art as I remember it for that, but that. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about a different monster. Sorry. I I, I think that that movie's what Cloverfield was really based on. Or that was the original inspiration for it. You know, I have to, I have to, I have, I have some, I have some uh, bones of contention to pick with Cloverfield. Yeah. No. no. Go ahead. So, um, for one thing, I don't like shaky cam. Uh, Secondly, secondly, my big, my big thing about that movie I don't like is they find that girl and she's impaled on a piece of rebar and then mm-hmm. she's running like five seconds later It's like one. Yeah. You'd probably fucking kill her pulling her off of it. And suddenly yeah. she ain't running anywhere because she's going to be bleeding everywhere. Right. That's bad writing for, for having her stuck in place. Yeah, well, obviously like it's not true to real life because it's a no. giant monster, but that is a fair point. Like people, um, it's a weird like analogy, but Back in the day, like, and obviously, I mean, like, medieval times, like, uh, people for people kind of don't realize, maybe because of Hollywood, like, back in the day, archery was so devastating because if you got hit with an arrow, like, you were just screwed. Like, yeah, even if you survived it, like, it it would cause such, like, system, like, like, your system, you'd go into shock whatever area it hit would just be like wrecked so you wouldn't be able to function like you'd be you'd be done right uh, I also don't think so yeah people realize imp- like back in the on old days <laughs> uh-huh. yeah i also think people don't realize like it used to be back in the day if you're working in the fields and you just cut your foot or something there's a good chance to get infected and you die from blood poisoning yeah yeah i yeah, that that hurts and then they kept making bigger bows and crossbows that punched through armor. So, you know, that's that's a bad thing. But uh, also the main character is a douchebag in that. And the only cool character died in like the first like the when they were on the bridge. That was the only likable character. And he died like instantly. I think that the the main character being a douche is part of it's supposed to be kind of a redemption arc for him. But the hey, he was still a douche. The my biggest thing about Cloverfield with all the lead up, all the viral marketing, all the ARG stuff they did for it, they got a movie that was absolutely okay. It's like, shouldn't it be better than this? Yeah, that was my problem with it. it like it, there was potential there. I've I haven't seen the sequels. Have you seen the sequels, either of you? No, I, no. I've, I've read about the Cloverfield pair. Was it Cloverfield Paradox that had the space station? I mean, there's also the John Goodman one, like Cloverfield oh, yeah. or something like that. 
Yeah, they're kind of like loose sequels. Well, the Cloverfield Paradox isn't, but it's just bad because it wasn't supposed to be tied in with Cloverfield. It was just that was just script welded on. So yeah, I, I from what I understand of Cloverfield <laughs> Paradox, um, it kind of sets up. I think it sets up that there might be multiple realities, and based upon like the events of that, and so all the three different movies are kind of supposed to be like the different realities, kind of bleeding into one another. Yeah. <laughs> Trying way too hard to be clever there. Yeah. That's not something you, know you can get away with with blockbusters. You know, the the I had this... It's, it, because they both use shaky cam, I had similar um, initial reaction to them. Cloverfield, I had a lot of the same reaction to Blair Witch Project the first time I saw it, where it was like, well, that was definitely a movie that I sat through. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I watched it, and I was like, uh, okay, that happened. The only memorable part about Blair Witch to me is I made a joke that when the one guy starts freaking out, I'm like, he's going to kill them all because they they just told him there's no cigarettes, and he's going to find out they're holding out on him. And then he disappears, and like a scene <laughs> later, they're smoking, and everyone started cracking up because, you know. Yeah. It was accurate, but I, I, Blair Witch was another one, but I, I think I got ruined on that because of hype, but I didn't really, I didn't really, I'm not a big fan of like the, I guess those are both what you would call lost footage films. Cinema verite is kind of the style. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that style. Those movies never seem to like hit right with me. I, so I actually think when done well, the style can be really done. It can be like really entertaining. But the problem is that once Blair Witch got successful, then they did. There was a huge run on that mm-hmm. type of found footage mm-hmm. uh, style, and it just most of them aren't really that good. Well, what would you say is a good example of like a good movie in that genre? Out of curiosity. Hmm. See, I don't mind Cloverfield. Um, I like Cloverfield uh, better than Blair Witch. Um, the, the best, la- the last the recommendation, exorcist, the last oh, exorcism is a that's decent a good one. point. Um, what about? Uh, I think the Spanish name for it was Record. Oh, REC. Yeah. yeah. Or was what's, that the? I can't remember which was ec- the original. No, that it is. There's there's been like sequels to it, but yeah, REC it was like the original. That is actually a pretty good one. They what's, remade what's the that. Last Exorcism. Yeah. Last Exorcism. Is that the name of the? Yeah, it's is the that name the name of, of the movie, or is that like? Yeah. Okay. No, like, it's the last. It's the name of the movie. That, that one's actually um kind of clever. It's about uh, an actual priest who basically has lost his faith in uh the church, and he is teamed up with this documentary team, and he basically is like, I don't believe in this anymore, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do an I'm gonna go do an exorcism of a girl who allegedly has been possessed by a demon. And I'm going to, he basically is doing the documentary to show like, this is all a bunch of crap. And I'm going to show you how yeah. like smoke and mirrors, like uh, people believe that I'm going to go exercise this demon. But then it turns out um, there actually really is demonic activity going on. And the ending is kind of like, I thought the ending was kind of clever, but uh, it's not like the best film in the world but it's it's, decent. it's 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 fun in that it keeps tugging you back and forth about whether it's real or not mm-hmm. and it doesn't yeah it doesn't it, it doesn't it's a long time before anything becomes clear 
Yeah, REC is a good one though. Uh, yeah, it's it's the the news crew that's with I think it's mm-hmm. with a fire crew that goes into a building and then it turns out like the the building gets like totally blockaded because there is bad stuff trademark going on. Mm-hmm. So you said it's REC is that movie? Yeah, yeah, like like okay, with the like old yeah yeah record. Okay, okay, I'll have to check those two out. It was remade as an American film, which. Uh, I think it was ironically called Quarantine, I think. Yeah. I don't... I, I, the consensus I heard was that it wasn't as good. Yeah. The, the, usually when they... When they when they Americanize and make the American version of the foreign film, they always seem to, like, lose some... some part of the original. Yeah. That's fair. I think it's because they lose... I think, like, especially, like, when they do, like, the British stuff, they lose, like, that 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 undeniable part of like that british like sensibility to it that is that's kind of why you like it in the first place and i think that happens when you do like other countries movies you lose some you lose that you lose that little tiny bit of flavor you you're missing part of what makes it good cuz you don't understand yeah. why people like it yeah i understand what you're saying cuz i need to see um have you seen Oh, uh, what's it called? Um, it's a Korean film. I think it's like Train to... Oh, Train Boy to Busan? Tom. Yes, I want to see that so bad. That looks amazing. That is a zombie film. Um, it, it That... Is, uh, zombie films have been like so done to death, too. That, that one, one looked different, though. It is kind of different. That one actually is a pretty good movie. And it has moments that are actually very like kind of sad. Um it's not just like cliched. It, it's it's quite good. It's on Netflix. I, it, at least it used to be. I saw it on Netflix. So I think it is. It, I, it should be I, easily uh, available. Yeah, I just need to. Um, I know it's subtitles, so I need to really like make sure that I have a good like. I'm not feeling distracted that day, so I can sit down and really sit there and you know read it and pay attention and everything. So what's who's next on deck, Brad? Uh, let's do you, Shad. So we have Kaiju. Uh, what would you prefer? S- straight up Rapture. Ooh, that's a good one. Because hmm. because I, I I would like to believe that were that the case, uh, me and my family, a lot of folks that I'm close with, we'd just be gone. But um, if we're not, it's pretty clear what we're up against. That or like. Maybe like XCOM aliens kind of thing, because 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 I'll, I'll kill me some aliens. But uh, I think I think I would take just asteroid strike, and I'll just be like right at the strike site. Just don't even know what hits me. Just vaporized. See, I'm I, I want to if 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 I'm going to be in a scenario like that, I'm in a place where I want to have. I either I want to be able to contribute or I want to have some agency to do something about it, right? Like you know, e- either either rapture scenario, and then it's like I go go on to the great reward, or I'm double tapping some aliens because get off my planet, and See, then I can depend- I can quote Will Smith and say, like, "Welcome to Earth, gat gat." See, it would depend for me because I like um, I like air conditioning and I like. Um, I like heating and I like um, 
I like, you know, being able to wash my hair. So if if it's a choice between dying instantly and living in a society where I can't get um, at least air conditioning or heating, I might just take the vaporization. <laughs> That's fair enough. Oh man. Because I mean, if you want me to, if you want me to like gack a couple thousand zombies, like sure, just have the air conditioning running. I just, I'm, I'm tired of zombies. I don't want anything to do with them. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I was, yeah, I was little... done with it before the Walking Dead series started. I'm just done. You know, I love the Walking Dead series until they. I, I know Matt read it for a long time too. I think he might have tapped about what I did, but um, <clears throat> I tapped I was, I, probably early. I tapped probably. Just after maybe the um, the governor storyline. Oh, okay. You tapped. You tapped way earlier than I thought you did. Yeah. Um, I tapped after they killed Glenn. Yeah, I, I actually time. never. I never got far enough to actually read the stuff with Negan. Yeah, uh, you know, people love him, but I really that was really when I just had had enough. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. What about um, what about like giant tsunami or like some other natural disaster? Uh, I guess I guess I if I was going with something, I was going with something like Im- implausible because giant tsunami could Holocaust? actually happen. Yeah. What about nuclear Ooh, Holocaust? Be, that would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be mutated. I would prefer to just. Or how about this? What about like Fallout? On one hand, that sounds great because whenever you play Fallout, you're playing this awesome protagonist. But then on the other hand, are you going to be that dirt farmer who lives in the middle of nowhere who has like a stick? Right? Like, because everybody, this is a Christopher Titus joke. He goes, everybody believes they're going to be Mad Max in the apocalypse. But you're probably going to be the guy who's strung up on the back of the car. You know, it's. It, I mean, I mean that's better than being. Um, what was the what was the little guy? Which little guy? Guado, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, can't place it now. I, I haven't seen Mad Max in a long time. Well, yeah, but that's the point. It's like nobody's actually going to be. Mad Max. It's like you're you're gonna be all those chumps that the gangs are running over. Is what that is. You could be like a vault dweller. If we had vaults. <laughs> I mean, we're theoretically in the world of um, a Fallout, so you could theoretically be a vault dweller and just had have rad roaches trying to eat your face off. You can kill those with a BB gun. That's that's a little easier to deal with. Yeah, but what if you critically fumble your BB gun roll? Okay. Then you're getting I'm, your face chewed off by a rad roach. I'm going to admit something that's going to make me sound like Dwight Schrute. In my home, in just about every room, I have within two, three steps something I could use to defend myself very intentionally. And I know this makes me sound like a crazy person. But I did it anyway. Because <laughs> I don't want to be like sitting in my den and I hear the front door bust open and have like 
no options. So, you know, there's that. That episode where he dressed up like Kerrigan I thought was hilarious, and my <laughs> wife had never played StarCraft, so she never got it. And, like, especially when yeah. him and that kid were over and arguing over, well, he's, like, he, he said something. He's like, well, I'm obviously Zerg um, Kerrigan. Where's your blades? And it's like, uh, HR made me get rid of them. He goes, HR is lame. He goes, tell me about it. <laughs> so, yeah, um... So as far as the podcast going forward, I mean, we do a lot of old stuff, so I think we're going to stick to that because I really don't think there's going to be much live wrestling for a couple of months now. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably until I'm going to even guess like June. Like I I think Mania is obviously – well, Mania is happening, but it's not going to be a lot of indie wrestling or even other shows. Like I think I think given everything concerned, like uh, Double or Nothing – that we even that far out in advance might not happen. Right. Like they, they rescheduled the scheduled party. Yeah. Yeah. They rescheduled the blood and guts match. I would say I would say I would say if you're listening to this and you're trying to mentally prepare yourself, I would say don't expect to see anything until July. Yeah. Probably not. And I I mean I think we might start seeing some stuff creep in in June, but I would just say like it's. I think it's going to be a couple months. I, I think like a lot of this stuff, like banning things for thirty days and three weeks, that's really just a starter to kind of see how the next couple weeks play out. And I think a lot of that stuff's going to get extended. Yeah, it probably is. So, all right. Well, this has been uh, plague version of uh, the Four Corners podcast. Um, guys, hit us up on social media. We'd love to hear from you. And. Um, This is Chad here with Matt and Brad. Y'all stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next time.